Welcome to Feed the Machine. This podcast is designed to allow business people to share their stories. We will not only learn what they do and how they do it, but our interviews will include topics of mindset, grit, and overcoming obstacles. Get ready. Let's turn it on. Feed the Machine. going to meet my new best friend. It's Rick Magazravi, who's also a fellow podcaster now. We're going to find out how this kicked off. And you're going to find out this guy is like a nuclear weapon when it comes to positivity, putting things in check. He's been on a path where much of his life, he self-describes himself as not somebody who really was in tune with his spiritual side, not living in appreciation and communicating with his family and his loved ones the way he owed them. And ultimately through his life and more so through the group that we've been a part of that has connected us and the idea of concentrating on mindset, Ricky has really evolved not only his mindset, but his connection to his family and he's on a mission. So Welcome, Ricky. Before we get started, I just want you to kick this thing off just like we're on Ricky Raw, your podcast. Let's go. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Welcome to Feed the Machine. Thank you, Warren, for having me, man. It's, I'm humble. I'm really humble about it. Exactly what we're doing right now is what I want to achieve and it's what I want to do. You know, we would not know each other if it wasn't for Clark Bartram, which He's been a guest on Feed the Machine. He's someone who I didn't know until social media introduced me to him. And he's someone who's consistently sharing, right? He's sharing what to do physically to be the best self. But he goes deeper and talks about mindset and spiritual stuff. And, and one of the things that you notice he does day in, day out, is he contributes to this group that we're a part of. And through that, you emerged somewhere. I don't know where I want to find out when you started to really pop out, but you came out and started speaking to now what's 10,000 people in this group, all men saying, wake the fuck up. This is your life. Welcome to planet earth. Look at the sky. Look at yes. the grass. Yes. Hug your wife. Tell your kids you love them. Like yes. this has been something that just within my experience of knowing you, you've really like, this has been something you've put your foot on the gas in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just want to add that I, you know, I came to a group like everybody does. And I think I urgently needed to make a change in my life. And I knew Clark, you know, I seen him on YouTube and stuff, but you know, I never have clicked in Facebook, like to join a group or something, but it just attracted me. You know, and I was looking for something new. You know, I always told my wife uh, <clears throat> that we were going in a cycle. We were in this cycle that we needed to somehow get out of it. And I don't know if I'm explaining myself when I say a cycle. I always try to keep waking up myself. We tend to get comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. And then I like to be uncomfortable. And I have found that the hard way because it's really important to be uncomfortable. Okay. Like, so, so explain to me what that means. So what does comfortable, like in your prior mm -hmm. life where you feel a little bit unconsciously kind of going through the motions, you're the way the word cycle makes me think there was a song and dance that was going on. And so what does comfortable look like? And then what is the contrast to being uncomfortable for us that are trying to understand? Well, I think a lot of people tend to get comfortable, meaning 
comfortable means they find a job, they got married, they got their kids, they just sit home and they're comfortable. They use maybe 20% of their brain. They're fine, <laughs> right? And they're happy and they get a paycheck and they just keep sitting and getting fatter and, and wishing and thinking what will be or how it will be. And they just, time yeah. just pass and you get old and suddenly you realize that you know, you're doing something that is not right. And, and then and then when you get uncomfortable is where you go outside of your comfort zone to perform in life? No, I think God makes your world shake. When you're so, when you're comfortable, there's going to be disruption. It disruptions or make yourself uncomfortable. Like, you know, like, like when you go in the water and you need to breathe, like, you know, you're going to reach out and try to breathe. I'm going to repeat kind of what I'm hearing. And in, in the times of your life where you're just doing the mundane and being not really present, but just kind of going in and out, like on just doing your rituals, putting the towel on the si same side of the shower and hopping in at the same time, and then just kind of coming home and not really putting anything out there that there's points in your life where your internal compass almost says, Hey buddy, you better pay attention or, Hey, this isn't okay. Or you, um, or spiritually you're noticing that there's something you need to engage to like, bring it back to life. Cause it, that's not what your life is. Correct. But there's something also because there's the factor that maybe you get fired from a job and what people tend to do, they freak <gasps> You know what I mean? They freak out. But what I have learned about this problem, like when, when, when stuff like that gets brought into you and, and, and you had heard me say it, you have to enjoy the pain because mm -hmm. this pain and on the long run is going to be really good pain because like I always said, and I repeat it, it's, there's a plan and God has a plan for all, all of us. And always the plan is going to be better. And if you've been through situations, right, you know, mm -hmm. and I will call it a horror, a, a, a rock in the middle, you know, a rock or something. And then you're like, wow, no, my God, that probably is so like, and you're like focusing on the problem, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of focusing on the solution, because everybody focus on the problem and the problem just becomes bigger and bigger. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because you're putting all your energy on the problem focus on the solution and how you're going to get there and how you're going to make that happen. Right. So yeah. that's part of enjoying, enjoying the journey to get to achieve whatever you want to achieve. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of journey, you know, before we kick this off, you were walking me through that, you know, we all start, whether it's a fitness program or a career path or a relationship or parenting Whatever it is, you always start with kind of a vision or what you think is the promise of the opportunity, but you don't just wake up the next day and be at the result. There's, right. we spend most of our lives in the middle, in between what we were originally setting out to do. And then being at that, we don't just end up at the peak the next day. Correct. And really it's all of the middle that prepares us to, to be prepared in order to have the success in a way. I mean, we all had heard stories about people who are successful their whole life and they don't have virtue or their parents handed them yeah. riches. And now they're 
driving, you know, just down the freeway at 110 miles an hour at all times and maybe not living their most fulfilled life. Why? They got it easy, right? And mm -hmm. a lot of people, they don't know how to appreciate it. I don't know. I think you have to put the work for everything. And when big things are given to you easy, you don't appreciate it as much as you will appreciate it as when you have put the work on it. I totally agree. And speaking of work, so I'm going to tell you something kind of interesting for me. You know, I'm a lot younger than you and Clark, right? Mm -hmm. I think I'm, I'm almost 10 years younger than you. Yeah. And here it is. You're transforming your body in front of all of us, right? Like you're shamelessly putting your photos out, sharing your story, telling us kind of what you're doing. And if you, when I think of Clark, I think of somebody who through his, this group, and, and I'm talking about the nanotest group that's on Facebook, uh, that's for men, is that early on, here it is, I was kind of flabby, I was kind of has been it was, you know, I just, I just really didn't wake up feeling like I've already been in shape, right? Like, you know, I think once you're a lion, eventually you go like, I already know what it's like to be a lion. But what Clark did for me in this kind of fattier moment of my life is he would do those lives like at seven in the morning on, on West Coast time, right? Or maybe it was six in the morning, but I would be taking my kids to school. And here it is. I'm seeing this guy in impeccable shape. And it's not because he's a genetic freak. He's actually on the damn treadmill. He's always focus on what he's going after. He's on the treadmill in the morning. He's doing two sessions a day. He's telling you there is no easy way. It's about consistency, not perfection, but consistency. consistency. And so I, for me, you know, the work part is, is, is it, it helped me realize no matter what our gifts are genetically, you've got to put in the time. You have to do the work. Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of people, they want the easy stuff and, and now they see me and they're like, what do you do? Well, I did the work. I, I did, I did the walk. Like I need to, like, I just did it. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm not doing nothing out of this world. I'm just following what Clark tells me to do. I don't get attached to any other. Ex I, I only read the 60 second rule book. I don't try to fill myself with some more because you got everything there and the way I eat and, and that's it. So uh, let's talk about you before putting this regimen together and after like, I mean, from mindset to your, the way you spend your time to the way you would think about things and to the amount of self-attention you gave, because some of this is about self-compassion us kind of acknowledging when we fail, you see it all the time with these mm -hmm, guys where they mm -hmm. go, I totally screwed up today. And we want to just kick ourselves in the balls about it. But you have these other men going like, it's okay. It's just a bad day freaking day we're human beings brother so you know what i mean there's a day you want to do do it it's consistency right so you know the other day we were in a chat and we were talking about they were talking about what they eat and all this stuff and i'm like dude if you're eating right it shouldn't affect you if you ate you know a bag of chips it should not so that means that your diet totally is wrong if you're not losing weight yeah because you, your body tends to burn and the metabolism is tend to burn. So yeah. doesn't matter if you ate that chips or something for one day, it, your body's already burned that stuff out. And I got to the point that I understood that because, you know, Clark says 80, 20, 80, it, eight, your diet has to be 80, 20, you'll be fine. 
yeah. and that's the way I think. And, right. and what's interesting is most people who are listening who don't know Clark will be thinking 80% something and 20% the other. No, no. perform well 80% of the time. You get to fuck off 20% of the time and overall right. you're winning. You are. And I said also in my podcast, it's like, it depends on how much, what do you want? I'm not going to preach you here and tell you, give me 110%. No, you are a person, you know, you, you know, you know how much you can achieve and you know how much you want to go. So I always said, as long as you're doing 1%, you're doing better than anybody out there, maybe 85% of the population because they're not doing it. So who are you, Ricky? So I know I, I, I want to, I think you're an entrepreneur. You're, a, I know you're a dad, a husband. You're now a podcaster where really through this group, you've had men tell you, Ricky, can you record some of this stuff? Can you put it on a channel where we can share it? And you've done that. So tell me about what your life is like today. And I, I kind of interrupted you when I asked you what your life was like just a few months ago, because you've really come so far so fast. Really fast. And, you know, I've been working on myself for a long time. I knew I had something special. I knew I needed to explode, but never knew what it was. You understand? Like, you know, you got something, but I wasn't 100% what it was. I wanted to become a coach too, a coach, a, 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 a motivational speaker. You know, a lot of people laugh at me, oh, your accent and your attitude and all this, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that came to life when I joined the group. And, you know, so let's go back to January. So January, well, let's go back to July 2020. July 2020, I do triathlons, I'm on my bike with all this COVID and all this stuff, I'm training on my back and suddenly I feel dizzy and, you know, my, my heartbeat was out of control and I couldn't control it. It took me like eight hours to get my heartbeat back to normal. And I was like, this is something wrong. There's something wrong you know, I know my body. But that time I was weighing about 247 pounds also. So I wasn't, I was training for Ironmans, but I wasn't losing weight. <laughs> And I couldn't understand it. And I'm like, you know, and I, and I ate decent and all Ricky, the I cannot imagine you looking at you now at 247 the, on the, a bicycle with those little skinny tires. Yeah. I freaked out. We actually, when I went to the doctor to check my heart, I almost had a heart attack there because <laughs> when they told me I weighed 247, I was like, what, what? So basically I was going to 38 in pants and that day I am like, I need to make changes. And I keep saying, I'm going to make it for like, now it's like, I needed to start making some serious changes. Moving forward, they found out I had an AFib in January. At the end of the January, I got my, my procedure. They're going through your groin and they go in your heart. And I did what they call the cryo ablation. So basically they go in there, they fix your AFib and the doctor told me, you know, in five days, you'll be back in the gym. I'm like looking at him like, wow. All right. I'll be five, five days in the gym. So the third day after my surgery, you know, my heart is all messed up. I called the doctor too. Like, you know, I'm having, he's like, it's the third day. Okay. Call me Saturday. You let me know how you feel. All right. So guess what? After I called him, I freaked out. I was freaking out. Basically everything back to normal. And I started feeling real good. I have already joined Nanotest Nation or Nanotest Group. But you know what I mean? I was, you know, looking and, you know, 
Claro basically for free gives you all this training. He gives you all this stuff. So I was overwhelmed, like basically when I started going in. And then I started seeing the video of people changing. And he started talking about his product. I'm like, okay, another product. You know what I mean? And then, you know, I started listening, like paying attention, like what these guys were talking about, what Clark was about. And I found out that Clark was a humble guy, a guy like me, like you, like anybody. Like he was really, and he really cared about people. And I'm like, wow, I'm, I think I landed in the right group. Like, you know, and, and actually I ordered my nano test and that's when I started doing the videos. When I started doing the videos, I found a passion for it. And I was aggressive at the beginning, but now that I have put everything together, I think I got something huge. You do. And let me, I'm going to make a little confession. When you did your first one, right? It's like, here it is. I, I remember where I was. I was walking my dogs, you know, here in Texas, we have like bios where it's, it's not a river. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's just like a rain drainage. Yeah, right. But it's yeah. like, I'm there with my dogs. And just like probably everybody, I'm like walking and listening to my phone or whatever. And I see you post this video and it starts off with you like at a hundred percent intensity saying, have a fucking great day. And this is our lives and all this. And, and honestly, at first I thought he'll never be able to maintain this. You can't maintain this kind of intent. Like they're like. We'll never see him again. He's just like, he must be manic or something. <laughs> like he must just be like, he, like someone must have given him too many espresso or something. But, but uh, this was cool. That was cute. Next day, boom, again and again and again. And, you know, Clark uses the let's go, the five, four, three, two, one, let's go. And suddenly this became a routine and it just became more and more. And then, and then comes the podcast. And I had no idea what to expect, but in five minutes of your very first episode, I had goosebumps, right? Like, I'm just like, I love this. Wow. And then I, one more part, just because not everybody is privy to who you are or everything. So I, can, I hope my listeners start to look into this, Yeah. but with Ricky's, with Ricky's raw uh, podcast or raw with Ricky, raw with Ricky. What also happened was Clark listened to the episode live with all of us on, you know, paying attention Yeah, yeah. and his oh. eyes almost watered, you know, he yeah. cares so deeply. And, and, and so here you are, you're, you're emerging this inner talent, this voice that you've silenced, you've been basically holding it down until you decided to let this go and look at it. Like it's really going and you're telling me, um, and we're going to get into that now that your life and the way that you are handling your loved ones and the way you're living your days has changed so much by you focusing on nourishing this part of your character. Yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you something first about the five, five, four, three, two, one, you know, like what Clark preaches, I basically do it. You know, I don't want to be sound like, Oh, Clark, those <laughs> you but yeah. I basically do it because I have a lot of respect for him. He's, you know, my mentor. Yeah. And he told us to read this book. This book was called The Five Elements of the Five Second Rule, written by Mel Robbins. And you know what I mean? I, 
I don't know you, I got a little bit ADD. I, I, I cannot read too long. You know, I need to, things are short and quick. So I started reading the book and it was pretty interesting and pretty self-explanatory. She wasn't going, you know what I mean? All over the, like she was to a point. And Concise. How she, yeah, was and how she used and she applied the five, four, three, two, one. I'm like, hmm. So I started applying it to every day in my life. Like I didn't want to make that call, five, four, three, two, one, boom, the call. I didn't want to, five, four, three, two, boom. I'm with the weights, ah, one more set, five, four. Like, so I started using daily and it's been a blessing because yeah. I use it for everything, for everything. Amazing. And, and it is, it's funny because when we talk about Clark, you know, it's like people are probably going like, who is this guy? Right. Like, I mean, honestly, we're all skeptics. Like if you ever listen to my interview with him, I'm telling him, yeah, I was a skeptic. I didn't even want to put my, like once it's like, I can't just be in the group. I have to give my email address. I'm skeptical. And then it's like, you know, like what's next? Like you're just waiting for somebody to take advantage of you or like for some of it to feel some kind of salesy way. No. This is someone who selflessly contributes and contributes and he's not afraid to, um, to not agree with you too. He'll tell you like, you know, you're looking at this the wrong way. You guys need to wake up or, and we need that in life. We need yeah. feedback. We need to check our sanity with other mm -hmm. people. Well, let me tell you something. The day that I told you about what we were talking about earlier that I don't want to bring up, I texted him because I didn't have nobody else. And guess what? He texts me and called me right away. Wow. And he's like, dude, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm like, this is what's going on. Like, and I'm like, yeah. you know, but he was there. Like we're yeah. 10,000 people. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know me. Yeah, you see. But he just freaking, he didn't even, hey man, I called you, me. no, no. He just called me right away yeah. and sat with me and we pray and we spoke and we, and I, and I, and after that I hang up and I'm like, wow, you know what? I'm really blessed. Yeah. I'm blessed, really blessed. And then two days later, I wrote to him, listen, that what I told you earlier, I think God put me in this path to make me to meet you so I could become stronger and handle all these situations that I, I yeah. mean, I need to be stronger. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what happened. I, that, that, that was for me, it was like, wow, is this guy is taking his time, five minutes of his time to talk to me. I'm really important to him. Mm. And you are. And, and, and I, I, I have kind of the same experience with him where, you reach out to some, you know, anytime you're reaching out to somebody at that caliber, you're going, most likely it'll never be seen. Most likely. And for sure, if it is seen, it could take two or three weeks. But with Clark, he is very agile. He takes this very seriously. Um, the accountability is kind of unreal. And a lot of men who don't want to do this kind of work or have these kind of relationships within their lives they're not being accountable to themselves. They're There's lying to themselves, basically. Yeah. yeah. And, and we've can, all been there. I, we are. And, 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 and I'm, look, I'm here, man. And, and I'm not here to BS anybody, but I was one of you guys. I was one of you or, or not. I am, I am. And I was. Yeah. And 
and I and and I grab the shit by the balls and say, listen, it's time to change. Mm-hmm. How long are you gonna keep doing this? Like, are you happy? I don't wanna be that old grumpy guy that oh my god, this is a grumpy guy again, man. You know, yeah, I want my energy to be positive that makes people smile, that share love, that I wanna be love. And a lot of people, I think they're, they 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 lost it. Like yeah. they're more worried about what they wear, what they got, what you know. Yeah, it's fine. It's hard, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. you're focusing too much on that. And for me, pay, money has turned into paper, and I don't even worry about it anymore. And mm-hmm. and it's crazy because you're taking negative energy from stuff, and it's it's. Turning into positive. I don't. I, I, I do. I make sense. I take the energy off from this and put positive energy, and that turns into like a little, you know, candle. Yeah. And and the way that I did it is, you know, I had to work on my mindset. And you know, we keep talking about mindset, but man, I'm in a mindset right now that I'm calm and relaxed. And a lot of people look at me like, is this guy crazy? No, you got bills and you got this and you got, yeah, but you know, I got bills, but the bills I pay tomorrow, right? So I started focusing on today, on my day, like today, like, yeah, tomorrow, yesterday happened and you heard me say that it happened, it's gone. You can learn, you can only make yourself better today, tomorrow, you don't even know if you're going to be here. So I started focusing on the day, on today, I started worrying about you know, what's going to happen three months for like, I, 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 I caught so much weight out of my life that I'm calm. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. And, and a lot of people want to say, but how you did it? I did it on a way that my mindset is set and nothing is letting it bother me. I t- I got tired of the bullshit and I don't let bullshit bother me anymore because I'm focusing on the important stuff that I need to focus. And that's me being here healthy for my family and for the people that wants to be around me. Because at the end, that's why we're here, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, and that's how I took it to the board, you know? And how, what I did is, you know, I have listened to a lot of motivational speakers in my life, but I don't know. I have put more, a lot more attention, like a guy, like, I don't know if, have you heard about Andy Fisella, Fischella, uh, Ed Marlet, uh, you know, it's people that they have gone through stuff in life that they have changed and they have changed for better and they have become better persons. It's, it's like, you know, it's funny because Andy says that, you know, he, he got to a point that he was at 350 pounds. He's like, I'm talking to people to motivate them to go lose weight. And I look like a, you know what I mean? Like a fat cow here. And I need to take care of myself so people will see that I'm doing it too. It's not just the talk. I'm doing it. And I do it every day. Mm. And I think, you know, going back to the mindset, a lot of the stuff started with the exercising and a lot of listening to people that will live important things in my head yeah and yeah i was just gonna say you know going back here it is you're 54 you've transformed in such a big way not just physically but with all of this that 
you know, people listening are going probably like, whoa, like, wow, this is intense. Like, let's figure this out a little more. But then you even look at, you know, 57 is young, but Clark's 57. So at 44 years old, where I'm at today, I get to know that I could wake up when I'm 54. And even if life's not perfect, even if I can't touch my toes, even if I am like, even if going on a, a walk makes my calves like freaking cramp, yeah, that the body will change if you open your mind to what the possibilities are and go from the mindset, go from the mindset of everything sucks. I suck. This is too hard. I'm old. Like you can't transform at this age to going to the possibility thought of going, people are doing it. And that's what this group does. It's like, you're seeing real people change in front of you because they're showing it to you. And it makes you on a bad day where maybe you didn't eat what you really should have been eating. You're just going like every day can be a good day. If I just look at what these people that are getting it right, even if it's just 80% of the time, it's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, it's the whole group. I, I it's like, you know, some people you see them there and they think they're there to buy a product. Some people there think they're because Clark is giving a training, but it's the whole package that is there because it's not only the training, it's not only the diets, it's not it's your mind working with your mind. You're seeing all these positive people making changes, mm-hmm. and and. And I think a lot of people don't see that. Like, yeah. you know, I see a lot of people hovering around, you know, we're 10, you know, we're 10,000, but you know, you know, at the end of the day, how many show up to the, to, to the Zooms, you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. So that tells you how many other people are just there, like thinking, yeah. well, tomorrow, like tomorrow, tomorrow mm-hmm. and tomorrow, and maybe tomorrow, ah, today I can stay one more day on the, yeah, yeah, but maybe that tomorrow is not there tomorrow. Yeah. And- but, you, but, you know, can you, like imagine there are people out there that are overweight or maybe they're in shape, but they're su- superbly depressed or they're judging themselves harshly for dealing with life shit. You mentioned like losing jobs or relationships. We always want to attack ourselves in that and just think to ourselves, we're freaking losers. But how amazing is it when you see you're now part of the group that is on the side of sharing information and, and, and concepts. But initially here it is just Clark saying, acknowledge this part of your life. You know, like, I mean, it's not common. You see men open up to their softer side or their emotional side And here. You are, you're saying, Hey, Warren, there's been a point where I've identified my emotions and my uncomfortability with my own life is the measuring stick of me saying, what, what is it almost like a, almost like if you put your hand over a stove, Hey, something doesn't feel good here. What am I doing? That's not fulfilling my, my, why am I not optimizing these situations? Why am I not here for my relationships? And why am I not taking care of myself? Well, there's a big factor, man. (laughs) And that big factor is a little fucking voice in your head. And a lot of people look at that little voice in their head like it's somebody else. But that voice is you. And that voice of you inside has to be a voice of wisdom. And I have learned to turn that voice into something positive for me. And I stopped them. I stopped the voice. I don't know. It's like it took me a while to really recognize it because, you know, that little voice can really mess you up. You know that. 
Mm-hmm. But the day that I took control of that little voice, a lot of my life got easier because, yeah, it's a constant fight with it. I fight with it every day. You know what I mean? He was going to tell you, no, 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 no. How many times you're yeah. fighting with him all day long? But when you recognize that that's you, because it's you creating that voice inside or that energy inside of you of what you really want to hear, right? Yeah. And it's all that negative shit that you want to hear. Oh, you know, but the more energy you put into negativities and all that stuff, the more that is going to come out. And it's funny because like I have stopped putting energy out there or stop because we unconsciously, unconsciously, like, oh, for sure. I don't know what example I can give you. I don't know. Like, well, well, just like, hey, like, so, so yeah. how often with our spouses or our girlfriends, do you first thing you want to do is go like this happened at work. This totally fucking sucks right that's one way to do it but can you imagine you're dating somebody and that's what they always tell you is what's sucking in their day right or do you want somebody to say there's so many fun things we can do today what do you want to do for dinner or what can we do what's the possibilities right 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 and and again it's about the energy you bring into the this you know into the air because and this society have wherever you go or look or turn a TV or something so negative. And, and it's funny because this is another big step that I took. I took a big step and, and, and I don't want to sound cocky about it. I took a step and Clark has said it too, that basically I hover on top of everybody. And I started really looking around family, friends, anybody that was bringing negative stuff to me. And I, don't, I didn't need it. And one of the first thing I, I mean, like thousands, I don't know how many chats. And that started bringing, you know, I started figuring out, wow, you know, some of those chats is really stressful for me. Why I'm in there, boom, got out of it. Yeah. Started seeing people more clearly because, you know, people bring negative stuff because they, they're of their own afraid. Like, you know, when I open, when I opened my my own company three years ago, it's like, how are you gonna do that? Oh, you gonna do? Oh, it's no, that's really straight. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't never done it in a different way. Yes, because I would never want to work for anybody. Ricky, I, I love work. this stuff. I love what yeah. you're saying. It's so damn true. It's it won't makes me want to say this, and I, I I can't help but keep interrupting you because I just like the shit you're saying is so resonates right and i and i but it's it's like some of what i'm hearing you say when i think about the physicality of of part of your transformation and then this ability to listen to your i want to say you're listening to your body not like things right when our emotions are stirring us it's your body is rejecting something and if you're a big fat lazy not doing anything person worse fuck yeah, Imagine you're miserable, and then on top of that, you you don't you cannot even put a belt around your like. Imagine like, yeah. wow! I would never forget when Clark was, you know. He, I mean, I've been in a place where it's hard to put on my socks. You know, like we all know what it's like when you're working every day, and you just one day you wake up and you sprain your ankle just getting getting out Dude, of bed. As simple of me getting on the bike, right? 
you know, you go in the aerial position. Shit, my I don't have that fucking like I'm like, wow, where that's like where's the gut? I mean? Yeah, like I was like, what? Like yeah. big difference, you know. So 247 my, is where you were. I want to the say, highest. Okay, and where are you today? 188. Whoa, and your face looks like it. You know, it's funny because and, and dude, and and, and you know what I mean. I'm, I'm lean, like yeah. I'm not, so right now, just so y'all know, I'm on a Zoom with Ricky. He popped out the abadabas. <laughs> That's great, Ricky. Hey, okay, so let's talk a little bit about your business because I really, I, I actually that was on my agenda like yeah, yeah, yeah. thirty minutes ago. Yeah. So work. You know, what is your work about? You are an entrepreneur. I was just guessing you were just based on looking at stuff on Facebook. Yeah, I, I own a, we, I own a company that we sell and resell aircraft parts. And nice. on top of that, we manufacture an LED light that goes on the cargo planes and all their aircraft. I don't know if you've seen it when they, you go in that all their aircraft, the, the, the lights look like yellowish. Yeah. So we have a LED light that basically is a plug and play. So you grab that and, you know, and you switch it like a light bulb. A lot of the uh, competitors. So you're the manufacturer? You're the manufacturer? Well, my, my partner is the one that came with the idea and we manufacture in, in, Czechos, in Czech Republic by one wow. of the... One of the one of the best uh, lighting um, manufacturing for aircraft. So yeah, that's what I do. And I love what I do because, you know, that's really important that you really love what you do. Mm. A lot of people do stuff just because they want to make cash. And that's, that's not the right way to look at stuff, mm. you know, success. And we spoke about this success. is not about the money you got in the bank. It's how successful you become as a person, mm. not as, of what car you drive and how you, you know, or how you pay your bills. Yeah. You know, that's the way I look at it. Um, but yeah, I love what I do, but you know, when I started my podcast and all this, you know, it's ignited another passion that I told you I had for a yeah. long time. Yeah. And I, and I really enjoy doing the podcast, have a blast writing them. And, you know, I want to take it to another level. I want to do, you know, I want to open my YouTube channel and maybe have a, you know, make it more, more, you know, I would need to be more out there because I feel like a lot of people are getting really good, positive information out of, out of them. You know, one time I had this idea that, that it, it, you know, this is something I'm sharing with you is... The idea is like, you know, how like sometimes you have these surveys that you get a score, right? It's almost like there's personality tests. There's all these different things that people use. But imagine like going back to the word success, where so many people in the way almost society, gear, you know, the way society programs us is how well how your success is based on your financial performance. And then sure, you get a check mark for being married, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being facetious there. So if you're single listening oh, to this, don't yeah. nobody, nobody get mad at me. I'm just pointing out, like, it's like, there's all these things that are assumed to be successful, but you could have the world's greatest business and you're a dad, but you're a damn bad dad. Not just cause not because you're a mean person, but because you're just absent. I think you should lose 20 points for that. Like you actually, your score goes down. I did it. I did it. I did it. And, and, and I'm guilty of it. You know what I mean? And you put so much effort into your work 
and I it wasn't my business at that time. It was, you know, yeah. I was making money for somebody else. But again, I have I pushed my family away just to to you know make money. And you know, and I don't know if you have heard my intro, couple of my intro, but you know, I had a really, really rough um some years back that I almost hanged myself. And that's when I really had a awakening because how I became such a dumbass, sorry, my language, uh, how, because I think the people that hang themselves or shoot them, it's the easy way out and they gave up and that was the easy way out. So, and the most stupid one is I thought my family was going to be better with my inherited inheritance no yeah. with my, my life insurance than than you than me and that's so like wow that scared yeah. me because you know what my family could care less about the money they want me here yes and yeah. and those are you know those are one of the things that really that time woke me up but yeah, I'm being part of guilty of that. I have put my fa- my wife and my family on the side. And, you know, it hurts because, you know, it took me longer time, I think. But I think I got it now. And I think they, they're really enjoying me now. And the guy that I'm becoming and... And it's funny because I, you know, I told you I was always, ah, and I get here. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, the air yeah. condition is too. Oh, we want to like, it was like a war. And, mm-hmm. and I did like The thermostat, the thermostat. Yeah. Had you on the, edge. Too much, too much. <laughs> yeah. Too much espresso, bro. I mean, how crazy <laughs> is that? How much crazy is that? That, that but, we get to the point that just controlling the most and then you're pushing your family away and i push my kids away and i push my like it's insane but yeah and 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 those are conditions that you're putting on your loved ones so it's like yes there's no unconditional love you drop the lamp your ass is dead to me or you do this and meanwhile you're hurting yourself and it's it pains me to hear that you were at a point suicidal because i understand I do understand it. I understand when sometimes, and I, the re, and let me tell you, I sat across from one of my favorite people in the world that is such an inspiration to me. And he told me that a few years prior, he had started a business with another guy. And, and this guy's a dad. He's, I mean, he's just an amazing human being, but he makes a mistake and the business goes under and there's $330,000 of debt. And for him to think $330,000 of debt at that point, he thought, maybe I just shoot myself wow. because there's no way I want to tell my wife and kids, this is the way. Yeah. And then I started thinking like, oh my, like, I won't say his name, but I was like, oh my God, that would have been terrible because you're barely 40 years old. You have another 40 years of income. If yeah. you, if you even, whether you're making 50 grand or you're making 150 grand, $300,000 is not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You're, you are valuable. And this is the part that I think everyone should hear. You are part of all that is. And all that is would not be all that is if you were not here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I always say that God has a purpose for all of us. Find it. 
because when you find that purpose, you're going to really start enjoying life and, and I'm really having fun now. And, and I'm proud of it because, you know, I like, I like this guy. I really like him and I will do anything to keep him around because <clears throat> I like motivating people and I like the way my family is now and they're calm and yeah. you know, they talk to me and they come back to me and, you know, our converse, my wife conversations is totally different. It's not, you know, she always, imagine me always, my conversation is like, no, something negative, right? And then, you know, for her, it's being a little bit harder, you know. Well, because, it's like you're retraining her. She's got right. PTSD. She's used right. to, right. She's she's used to the asshole, out. Ricky. Right. She doesn't know when the fucking guy is going to come with come him. Right? <laughs> blow up this shit. Right. Yes. But yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't feel the need. Yeah. Because I'm respecting my family the way they are. They're all different. Everybody's going to be different. Everybody has their own shit, you know. And you have to respect it for me and my kind of spiritual journey of going from being somebody who um, was kind of unconsciously going through the patterns, right? Like working and, you know, always keeping my eye on the ball, being stressed out about things that I can't control, you know, and evolving to the point of, of you, you, like what you're saying, when your vibration changes and you evolve, suddenly the people with that low vibration, the people that bring you down, they, you almost grieve them because there's people you're going to move out of your life just because they're negative and they may never come back because you become more enlightened. When I had my, what I want to consider a transition, there was this commitment I made to myself, which was that when I find good people, I will never let them go. Right. And how, and, and, and what a liberating way to live which is you notice the people that care about you you notice the people that love you you notice the people that are thoughtful towards you yeah and to have that appreciation and to decide that that relationship is worthy of searching for and then here it is ricky you're going to be one of my guys you know like you're going to be my friend i told you that before this i said you know we've never met this is our first i know family. first time we're talking and I said, you're going to be my best friend. It's you know, like amazing. This, it is. It really is. It's amazing. But, dude. but uh, okay. So I want to get into this next segment, which is, this is what's really required for my episode to be complete. What do you got? So there's people listening, right? I, I gave you an example of somebody who's their business goes under and they feel it's the end of the world. They wake yep. up and they don't mm -hmm. feel valuable. Who cares about what, who loves them? They don't feel it. They don't know it. They can't acknowledge it. What does Ricky do or what have you learned about those times in your life where everything feels like it sucks? What do you do to, to, to pivot and to get through this dark moment so that you can live that next day? What, what, keeps, you, what keeps you going for that next 24 hours? Well, it's you. Everything's about you. And a lot of people tend to lose the me, the me, the person that you, you are, and I think people loses the me. First of all, you have to find yourself inside. You have to go deep, 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 deep inside and find your me, who you are and what are you made out of. 
Because maybe that guy that you see out there is not the right guy. How do I deal with it? I told you already, I, I, you know, that little voice, I know it's me. So, you know, when he goes, no, I go, yes. And when he goes, no, I keep saying yes. And yes, yes, until it turns into yes. Right? Because basically I control my life. Like nobody's controlling me to say nothing or do something. You know, I say it all the time. Look at your life. Like it's a little business. Like you control it. There's nobody controlling you unless you're letting people control you. That's the bottom line. And another thing is your mindset is you have to build your mindset. And if you don't do stuff and, 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 you know, you have to do first, you know, what I did is first I took care of myself because I wasn't happy for the guy that I was looking at. Right. So first I did was take care of my physical situation. Secondly, I knew I needed to change mentally and I took control of it and changed mentally. And yeah, it's, it's hard because I said it before, you know, you've been the same person for 30, 40, 50, 60 years. So, you know, you have to fight against, you know, something you already created. And I stopped worrying about the bullshit. Like, I don't worry about bullshit anymore. Like, I get, like, I don't let these factors bother me anymore. You know, and I, as you know, I've been going through shit now that we don't want to talk about, but I have controlled the situation perfectly. And I think I have performed perfectly on a way that I'm proud of how I approach in the situation and how I'm reaching to the point that I want to reach. Which which fascinates me because of the fact that really me knowing what I know and that's not really getting into it here because it's your private life but it's really about you being your authentic self and voicing your true self to the people around you and and really living the life that you're capable of without a filter i mean this is the thing how many people like their kids text them something or there's someone they love text them something or they know their grandmother wants to hear from them, but they just don't freaking acknowledge it. Yeah. You know, they, they do that. They, they respond with the same old bullshit, which is to like say something, you know, it, it's uncommon for some people to say something positive or to give you an outlook. And really you're shifting your life like that. I'll tell you right now, knowing what I know, everything is going to work out beautifully, beautifully. I know. And that's what makes me come. And, you know, because I keep going back, you know what I mean? You are like, everybody has a little book behind here, you know, like your server back here of in, the brain, in the past. Pointing right? to his head, guys. You know, yeah, your brain, your little black book that I call that you keep <laughs> behind here from your experiences, right? You know, it's really important that you, you, you still have those alive back there because it's where you're going to go in and look and see how you're going to perform today with the same situation you had in the past. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, before we close this out, if people want to check out your podcast, if they want to find you on LinkedIn or whatever, how do they do that? If somebody wants to connect to you, um, what's the best way? Well, if you want to reach me, you can reach me on Facebook. You can DM me or I got my podcast that is called five, four, three, two, one, 
Roll with Ricky. And I'll put all that in the show and notes, guys. Whatever you can, like, listen, I'm here, man. So you can share my email if anybody want to reach and talk to me in private. I'd be glad. I love doing this. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, we spoke about the uncomfortable and comfortable. But another thing that I forgot to tell, I keep challenging myself every day. And that's how I have started becoming uncomfortable because I keep challenging me it's with the exercise. I don't go in the gym. I do, oh, today I'm going to do arms tomorrow. No, no, no. Every time I go in there, I trick my brain. I trick my brain with the diets. I don't let them know what, if I'm going to fast today or I'm not going to fast. Like my, my brain is like messed up. <laughs> so I keep doing that because I keep challenging myself with everything, you know, like reading books. I didn't read books. And now I read books like, you know, stuff that I wasn't comfortable doing. And, Amazing. Okay. And okay. So tell me real quick before we close out, take family and work and everything. Let's put it over on the shelf for a second. And let's just talk about your future enriching other people's lives on a platform like your podcast, public speaking and all that. Tell us, you know, our coach always says, you can't commit to what you don't confess. Yeah. Tell me what it looks like. What does Ricky look like in that sector of your growth and the product that you will create that will help more people in general? I just see what I'm doing. I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. Keep myself, you know, in great shape. Uh, I'm my mental and keep sharing my mental uh, uh, mindset because it's important that you know there's a lot of people out there struggling a lot of people and a lot of people don't talk and a lot of people don't express themselves and maybe they see me or they see you and they identify their, they identify themselves a little bit and maybe they talk to me before they make something that they don't want to be make, doing you know and I see myself you know my podcast I want to take it to another level cool Ricky, thank you so much for agreeing to be on Feed the Machine. I know we're going to do this again. There's just no we, way we won't. We have to because I, I think there's a lot we a lot. can keep talking. There's yeah. a lot. Well, thank you so much. No, thank you, Warren, man. It's been a pleasure. Like anybody that wants to talk, reach out to me. Like, I don't know. We can do Zoom meetings. We can do whatever. I'm here, man. Warren and YouTube. man. if you got people that you think they would be a good fit, send it. I'm fine. Yeah. Beautiful. No problem. I got people reaching out to me from Canada, New Zealand, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's fun. Like, I love that because I'm, I, 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 I really love doing it. Wonderful. With that, I will say thank you and God bless. Thank you, buddy. God bless you. And live today like it's the best day of your life. Boom. Boom. <laughs>